Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. A lot of people don't stop and think about all the ways that they make money off you when you buy a car. And by they, I mean all the people, not just the dealer who sold you the car, assuming you bought it from a dealer. So when you go to a dealership to buy a car, if you finance the car, you end up talking to a finance manager. Next thing you know, they're discussing interest rates, payments, things of that sort. But they're also talking about selling you other stuff like gap insurance and uh, uh, fabric protection and um, uh, headlight rotations. And then, interestingly, of course, the people who are financing the car can also make money. And I'm talking about as a separate entity from the dealership itself. Okay, So a lot of different people can make money off what's happening on a car transaction. And so this headline caught my attention, as it did with Lewis and Chris. Thank you very much. Toyota's financing arm fined $60 million by a consumer watchdog for a car loan scam. And Chelsea Cox wrote this for CNBC. And before you say, well, Steve, maybe, maybe they didn't do it. Maybe they got fined but didn't do it. Well, actually, this all arises from a consent decree, a consent decree. And the word consent is in there because the parties sat down and came to an agreement as to what the punishment was going to be. And the consent decree then describes that, and it gets entered with a court and so on. So they have entered into this consent decree. It's the U.S. financing arm for Toyota. They were fined $60 million this week by a federal consumer regulator for preventing car buyers from canceling add-ons to their loans. And so as you can imagine, if you buy a car and you borrow the money to buy the car, there's interest on that. Well, they sell you a bunch of other stuff, too. There's interest on that as well. So Toyota's lending arm illegally withheld refunds, made borrowers run through obstacle courses to cancel unwanted services, and tarnished their credit reports, said the CFPB director. Toyota Motor Credit Corp., or TMCC, violated the Consumer Financial Protection Act by preventing customers from canceling loan add-ons that cost, on average, between $700 and $2,500 per loan, according to the consent order. It has also uh, failed to ensure refunds for avoided services. So a lot of people get buyer's remorse when they come home from a dealership, and someone who knows what they're doing says, you bought that? Wait, (laughs) they sold you that? Oh my, wait, 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 you didn't really buy that, did you? And guess what? Many of those things can be canceled. But what happens is you call a dealership, go, I want to cancel that. They go, well, you got to call the, uh, the company that does this, whatever this product is. You call that company, and they say, well, you got to do this. You gotta, and some of these things you'd have to call the finance company to get them canceled. And if they make you jump through too many hoops, that's against the law. They're supposed to allow you to cancel something if there's a legal way to do so. So TMCC is one of the largest indirect auto lenders in the country, according to CFPB. Uh, They're ordered to pay $48 million in consumer redress and $12 million as a civil money penalty to the Victims Relief Fund. The order also prohibits incentives for employees to sell add-on products. Given the growing burdens of auto loan payments on Americans, we'll continue to pursue large auto lenders that cheat their customers, says the director of the CFPB. The company admitted no wrongdoing but agreed to the terms of the consent order with the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau to fulfill our commitment to continually provide ever better service to our customers, says a senior manager of corporate communications for Toyota Financial Services, speaking to CNBC. Now, if someone accused me of, of ripping off consumers to the tune of millions of dollars, I would defend myself. I wouldn't say, oh, I'll, I'll pay $60 million just 
Because I, I, I feel like being, I, I just feel like paying $60 million. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Between 2016 and 2021, more than 118,000 consumer calls to cancel add-on services were directed to a retention hotline. So apparently they had a retention hotline where they'd say, oh, you have to call this number or you have to speak to these people. And there, efforts were made to dissuade you from canceling. You were then told that only written requests would be honored. So after they tie you up on the phone for a while and send you around from phone number to phone number, they go, oh, it's got to be in writing. You've got to send it to us in writing. And by the way, some of the things that get canceled will be prorated. So by making you send in something in writing, if you do follow up, they just bought a few more days of money they get to keep. And of course, many people won't follow up with the writing. Examples of add-ons include Guarantee Asset Protection or GAP Insurance (laughs) to cover the difference between what is owed and what insurance pays in the event of a vehicle accident or theft, Credit Life and Accidental Health to cover remaining loan balance if the owner dies or becomes disabled, and Vehicle Service Agreements to reimburse for unwarranted, uh, unwarranted parts and services. And, you know, here's the thing. I laugh when I say gap because I've, I've done articles about gap insurance. And uh, there are, of course, people who sell cars in my audience. Whenever I mention gap insurance, they'll jump into the comment section about how great this idea is. You can buy this uh, insurance against, um, you know, having the car totaled and not being paid off by your insurance company. And, um, uh, of course, uh, I, I don't think it's as valuable as they make it out to be. But the credit life and disability is a similar one. And I can tell you that as an attorney, back when I used to sue insurance companies, I I had to sue insurance companies many times on behalf of people who had credit life and disability claims. uh, And the insurance companies denied their claim. And the most common one is they'd say, oh, you got sick and disabled through a pre-existing condition. And yet, when you're at the dealership and the salesman goes, do you want the credit life and disability? You go, what's that? They go, if you get disabled or get killed, the loan will get picked up by the insurance company so your family doesn't have to take care of it or you don't have to take care of it when you can't work. And you go, oh, okay. And they hand you an application that asks like three questions. You know, are you currently alive? Do you have a pulse or have you had a pulse in the last 24 hours? That kind of thing. And um, you, you, you answer truthfully. And then when you get sick and or die somewhere down the road, they go, oh, well, you must have gotten sick and or died from something that you had before you, you, you fraudulently filled out that form. And they would just deny these claims, hoping you'd go away. Well, if you died, you did go away, but hoping your heirs would go away. And um, there's actually several cases in Michigan, famous cases, where the denials were questionable, shall we say. But they also know the average person, number one, isn't going to use this. So they'll, they'll sell a 1,000 policies before they even get a claim, maybe more. And so all they got to do is deny that one claim, and it's pure profit, pure profit. So um, now the, the third-party or extended service contracts might have value. They might. Uh, I would encourage you, if you are buying a vehicle from a dealership and it's a brand-new vehicle, let's suppose you're going into, uh, let's say, a Ford dealership. You buy a Ford vehicle, comes with a warranty. If they will sell you a Ford-branded extended service contract that takes the warranty out further and Ford backs it, I would say that's actually worthwhile, depending on the price. But a lot of dealerships nowadays, because the profit margins are larger, try to sell third-party contracts. 
They'll say, oh, no, 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 we don't encourage you to buy the Ford contract. We want you to buy the one from Bob's Warranty Shack of Texas. It's, it's a much better deal. Uh, I, I may, I've mentioned in a video not so long ago that I went car shopping with somebody who bought a, a, a vehicle at a dealership that was a, you know branded to that dealership. And they said, do you want to buy the extended service contract? And I said, well, it depends. How much do you charge for the, and I named the one that came from that manufacturer. They go, we don't sell those. I go, why not? And the guy goes, those are no good. You want the one from this third-party company. He didn't say third-party. He just handed across the desk a flyer. I go, wait, 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 wait. You sell the third-party ones, but you don't even offer the ones from your manufacturer? The guy goes, we don't have to. I go, no, but you don't? The guy goes, no. While we're talking, I pull my phone out, and I look it up, and sure enough, they sell them. And I, I show the guy the phone. I go, you guys understand that we can just now go online and buy this directly from the manufacturer. You're going to lose a sale. And the guy goes, well, that's only if you're not, not going to buy this. And I go, we're not. <laughs> we're not going to buy a third. Anyway, <laughs> Toyota Motor Credit did not refund prepaid gap and credit life premiums to customers who paid off their loans or ended leases before the contracts ended, according to the release. It also miscalculated refunds for consumers who canceled their vehicle service agreements. And let me guess, they miscalculated them in their own favor. How, how much you want to bet? See, it didn't say they miscalculated them in anybody's favor. I just suspect that's what they did. Um, they were also found to have violated the Fair Credit Reporting Act, which protects information provided on consumer reports by failing to promptly correct inaccurate information that it gave to credit reporting agencies about delinquent returns of leased vehicles, according to the order. In most instances, TMCC has already addressed the areas of concern cited by the Bureau, said the Toyota spokesperson. We will continue to enhance our practices to deliver the best possible customer experiences. Perhaps instead of enhancing your practices, you should follow the law. Just, I mean, I mean, just, just, just call me crazy. Call me crazy. And, you know, some people say, Steve, you know, the law is very confusing. It's so difficult to follow. <laughs> the laws are written down in places where they can be read by people who, who know how to read the law. The blue books behind me are law books. And so if you run the financing arm of a major automaker. You should be able to hire people who understand how the laws work in that arena. Shouldn't be that hard to do. And yet it looks like it wasn't just one little mistake. It wasn't just one little department. It looks like it was an overarching plan to make more money by tweaking these different aspects of the transactions. And the scary part is when you are allowed to cancel something and get a refund, and you call to cancel it, they start giving you the runaround, then they send you to the retention hotline where you are then told you've got to write to us and mail in your written request to cancel. It sounds like the America Online days. <laughs> you've got mail. So this is uh, an interesting story. Lewis and Chris both sent it. Uh, Chelsea Cox wrote for CNBC. Toyota financing arm fined $60 million by Consumer Watchdog for car loan scams Title says scam, but it's several actually all combined together. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. This world has lost its glory. Let's start a brand new story now.